Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast is being built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. Hey team, today I want to go through the mindset of consistency. If you struggle being consistent, you feel that you're trying to get your health, your work, your relationships back on track, but the steps that you know that you need to do, you're not doing consistently. I want to go through three key shifts that you need to make to be more consistent and feel like this is a process that you can actually pursue with the beliefs, the virtues, the mindset that will really make this reinforced long term. All right. And where I see this coming through, it's glorified in three areas I want to break down. If you don't know who I am, uh, I'm the founder and owner of Body Reset. Uh, We've helped thousands of clients across New Zealand and Australia predominantly get their body energy back on their side in their mid-40s and 50s. If you're someone who's seen things shift lately, they're not responding like they used to, uh, we go very deep into understanding rebuilding health and getting your body back on your side with this new biology. Our hormones are shifting, lifestyles are shifting, kids are leaving home, there's a lot going on and being able to get your body energy back on your side to really make the most of the second half of your life is what we live and breathe every single day. So what I want to go through today around consistency clearly ties into this really nicely because it's the stuff we know we should be doing to make us feel better but we're finding ways to get in the way of it, right? So I'm going to break this down into three categories and it's really three areas that society in general are glorifying that I think is making it much harder to get your body to get the steps that you know you should be doing in your day done. All right. So the first one we'll go through is glorifying the outcome. And one that really hit home for me personally here was uh, I watched the Last Dance. It was the documentary on Michael Jordan uh, throughout his basketball career, and I really enjoyed the series. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We watched it over really a week or two throughout the lockdowns, and it was something that really got me excited about basketball. I've never been excited about basketball before. And as soon as we finished the series, what was the first thing we did? We went and bought a basketball, we shot a couple hoops, and then it stayed in the garage forever. Like I think it's still in there, we haven't used it since. And it was a really, really classic example and I reflected on what happened there where I ultimately just glorified the outcome and I had no desire to actually take out the actions every single day or act out the actions every single day in order to be actually good at this thing, right? I don't want to go down to the court every day. I don't want to have to shoot hoops. I'm not going to take the time to be good at dribbling. Like all of the things that are required to be good at that sport was not something I was remotely interested in. I've had the same experience with a guitar, right? Really love to play guitar at a, you know, around the campfire type thing, right? But my desire to learn guitar and do it for 10 years in order to be in a place where I'm confident and comfortable just to whip out a guitar and play a song that someone's asked me to play, I don't have the desire to do the action. So what I'm saying here is society in general, we get very good at glorifying the outcome. We see someone on a podium. We see someone winning the the Olympics. We see them crossing the finish line or uh, succeeding in a certain business endeavor, but we have no desire to do the work that's done behind the scenes, the things that nobody sees, the five, 10 years worth of effort required to really get to that point. So the big shift that I want to give you here is choose the goal for what it makes of you to achieve it rather than the goal itself. And that for me has made a significant difference between choosing what I pursue and what I don't. And it's simply the question of, is this an outcome goal or is this an action goal? Because if I focus on the goal of wanting to get lean, get fit, I'm going to set the action goals of I'm going to go for a, you know a quick walk every day. I might get a couple workouts in. I'm going to create dedicated time to actually sit down and have a good meal rather than rushing around and not really thinking about what I'm eating, right? I'm conscious of these steps. 
And I know that if I do those steps, I feel really good. I show up better. I'm more clear. I'm more focused. I'm more present. And that is the kind of person that I'd like to show up uh, as every single day. And if I can do that, I'm now reinforcing the action goals to achieve, achieve the outcome goal. All right. So the first one here is very much glorifying the outcome. What is the goal you really have? And is it something that you truly want? Or is it something that you think you should want? Really, really big difference, right? If you get clear on what that looks like, we can start to really fall in love with the process. We can start to build the action steps that allow this to happen more long term. The second one, and this is really prominent obviously in the fitness space, is glorifying transformation. For me personally, uh, I am much more impressed with the person that stays in shape for 20 years than the person that lost 30 kilos once, right? Where we see this come through a ton is... You know, for example, if I brush my teeth twice a year, right, my teeth will fall out, right? I'm not doing anything to, uh, if I do my teeth once, I'm going to see no difference, right? It's one time doing your teeth doesn't do anything, but it's the consistent buildup over time of doing our teeth every day that allows our teeth to be healthy and allows us to uh, promote, you know, healthy teeth that aren't falling out, but also keep the bad things away. Now, in the health space, what we see is we allow ourselves to get overweight. We allow ourselves to get to a place where it gets so bad that we finally need to do something about it rather than this is something that's starting to get less than desirable. And I can see what this would look like if I continue doing this for six months. I'm going to sort this now. Yet what we see is that we see these short bursts of effort to drop weight really quickly. And then we don't maintain it. We start putting it back on. We just have this yo-yo up and down. If we set from the start very much like we talked about with the outcome versus the action goal is we focus on the steps that we'll do every day in order to be the fit person or to feel good in our own skin it makes a significant difference to towards putting more emphasis behind the consistency of doing the thing even without seeing a result but you know it's beneficial than going more beneficial than going backwards we're focusing on that rather than okay well wait till it gets really bad and then I'll I'll work really hard for 3 months and do a transformation right and I see this every single day is we're putting people on pedestals for losing a whole bunch of weight which is amazing right they've finally decided to go through the decision of dropping weight but I've also seen a lot of fitness celebrities or people in fish you know professionals in the space where they are promoting so much more of the short bouts of transformation rather than actually just keeping it off for two years. And if you've seen any of our testimonials over the last you know, six to 12 months or even last 10 years, you'll start to see that the clients that we tend to interview are ones that have dropped the weight, they've improved their energy, their health, and it's had the systemic impact to every other life. So they're focused on how it feels. And then they've been able to sustain that for a year, two years, three years, right? Because it's actually something that's solidified as a habit to keep doing long-term. And if you want these shifts that you're doing with your health to be something you can do long-term, I suggest that's something you look at as well. Number three, glorifying comfort. Right? This is one that in today's society, we live in a microwave culture. It is so easy to be you know, fall into the emotions of leaning into what's easy right now rather than doing what's really required. And uh, Little Old New Zealand did one of the world's most famous studies on here with the kids with the marshmallow, right? And if you haven't heard the story, they simply, uh, they gave, they did the study with a bunch of kids and they said, look, you can either have the one marshmallow now or if I come back in 15 minutes, you can have a second marshmallow. So it's really just a, a choice between delaying gratification to get more or simply falling into that craving of having one now. 
And what they did is they followed these kids throughout, you know, reviews and reports over the last 20, the next 20 years of their lives. And they started seeing that they had higher test scores. They had lower levels of substance abuse. They were uh, more connected to their family. They had lower levels of obesity. And it all really came down to the skill of building delayed gratification, right? And if we look at that in the health space, right? If, if I get you to do one workout, you're not going to see a result. If you go do a workout tomorrow and then you come back, you're not going to see a result. But if you believe in that process enough over a week or two weeks or five weeks or six months, you are going to see changes in your body and your physiology around how you are conducting yourself on a day-to-day level. But most people are not willing to delay that gratification beyond you know a couple of hours, let alone a couple of days. And being able to simply build that thing has been shown to reach, build a level of success in all areas of your life if you can simply do the hard thing now to get the, the better thing long term, right? In another way or an easier way to say this is you are simply letting emotions override actions. You know what you should be doing, but this feels easier, right? When we make that shift towards glorifying gr- delayed gratification over comfort we start to realize that you know for me now I'm in a, I'm wired in a space where I I lean towards discomfort because I know I'm getting better right you've seen this with people that have been weight training for a while they look towards the burn they look towards the pump right whatever that might be in an exercise environment because they know when they lean into that level of mild discomfort it's actually something that you start to associate with feeling good And if you get to that level, I think you start to really refine the first one, which is you really start to fall in love with the process more. So hopefully that was helpful. That gave you a nice summary of three beliefs that I've seen come through that I don't think are serving many of us and is getting in the way of us ultimately being able to be consistent long term. We're glorifying the outcome. We're glorifying the transformation. We are glorifying comfort. When we look at those through that lens of how can we really uh, pursue the goals that we have in mind with the steps that make sense daily that we know we can do them consistently or we feel good doing them daily and that we are delaying the short-term comfort that may be easier to sit on the couch than go do the workout. When we start there, we feel like we're in a better space to actually just do those things day to day. And I think that starts to build the character that would achieve the goal in the first place, which is the entire goal in the first instance. So I hope that was helpful, team. If you have haven't gone through our five-day challenge to start with, that would be a really, really good place to start for you to really build the first steps of consistency, right? Go through that process of what are the initial habits that I can do that are bite-sized chunks that I can do every day and really start to build towards a version of me that I feel proud of, I feel good in, and I feel like it's able to do the things I want to do on a day-to-day basis. If you haven't been through that five-day challenge, simply comment challenge below and I'll send you that training through directly. And now that you've been primed with this, consistency mindset this should be something that you can really stick out for a minimum of five days but if you keep doing that over two months six months 12 months imagine what kind of results you can have on the other side of that right so i hope hope this was helpful hope that gave you a little insight into my awareness of consistency i've been doing a live training on a thursday for six years now and i'm not stopping anytime soon i'm simply building the skill that i'm talking to you about so i hope that was helpful having an amazing rest of the week and we're talking very soon see you guys bye This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it would be a massive help if you just share with one person that you think would benefit. I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember, long-term change comes from self-compassion, and thanks for tuning in.